0: Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with Can a Girl Speaks Podcast. And um, tonight um, we're going for round two. <laughs> <We're at laughs> round two. And um, my guest on tonight is no guest because um, this is his uh, second time being on this podcast. And I wanted to invite him back because I was asked, were well, we going to do a part two? Mm-hmm. And so um, without further ado, I'm going to introduce um, Ricky Walters. Good afternoon. Dr. Ricky Rothers. thank you so much for being
1: here glad to be back
0: and oh. so because um, our conversation um, to me on last last time we we um, we talked um, it was had a lot of a lot of conversation mm-hmm. you know and I told him when I listened to my podcast I told him I said I feel like my my voice level changed because you had me kind of like going My I had like a high octave <laughs> oh, level yeah. You know, I guess because my passion was mm-hmm. so there, mm-hmm. and you made me feel so passionate. You made me talk, you know, with passion in my voice mm-hmm. because I am a passionate about um, what I do, That's and right. and um, I really appreciate you, sir, for well, being I'm so on glad this podcast. To be back.
1: Well, you never know, maybe three and four, years, never know what <laughs> But I'm so glad to be back, and um, uh, you know, for those who did get a chance to listen to the last uh, podcast, uh, you know, it, th- there was. Um, uh, engagement of, 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 of uh, important issues that I would consider uh, pa- that we're passionate about yes. and uh, and that should be the way we bring discussion to the forefront yeah uh, not in a place of, of, of contention but in a place of of, of discussion yeah. and saying okay I'm passionate about this you're passionate about this where do we meet in the middle yeah. so thank you for inviting me back and yeah. I look forward to uh, this discussion and uh, I'm not going to take over your show this time that's okay Yeah, my staff you. I do this as well <laughs> yes. so I actually have a team that we do of uh, uh, interviewing and mm-hmm. do some things like that so I'm kind of used to leading but yeah. I, I'm learning now be quiet <laughs> let, let the person who invites you to lead
0: um, when we talk last, um, and um, I've had I've had people li- as well listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. and they have really enjoyed it. Um, I've had people as far as California listen to it. Wow. Uh, and so um, I just wanted to um continue in our conversation, mm-hmm. and um, when I when I was thinking about um, on our part two, because um, there are some issues that we have. That um, that we need to continue to talk about, you know, especially when it comes down to our community. Mm-hmm. And um, I was uh, telling you before we started our recording is that you know I got clarification, not without going into detail,
2: sure,
0: but I got clarification on this evening on the why, on why I do the things that I do, mm-hmm. you know, why I have so much passion for, you know, my community and um, just uh, continuing just to try to keep going, moving mm-hmm. forward. But um, um, Ricky um. I'm I'm real concerned. I I mean I know um I'm real concerned with um the condition of our community. I'm real concerned with um the future of our community because um I know um that um that we are we're, we're met with challenges. We have some challenges. And so um you know my whole thing is, you know, even on today with clarity, um, I look at especially our African American males, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing some things here lately. Um, where um, we're not, we're not building. I don't know. I'm not really say building them up. You know. I don't know. Um, let me just back up. I got a chance to see the the movie Just Mercy last night. Okay. You know. I don't know if you saw. I, went, got a chance I have not to yet, it. but I'm going. But to anyway, see. I went. I went last going night. Mm-hmm. Um, by, went last night, about by, by myself. And um, of course, you know, it's it. Uh, it's been a, It's been in, in the theaters for a few weeks now. But um, yes, yeah. It actually came of course, Canada because I it, at some point I was boycotting that theater because they would not bring. <laughs> Movie's <laughs> worth coming yeah, here, yeah, coming here, and so uh-huh. I started going to walk statuey, but you know they did bring just mercy mm-hmm. um so um, I got a chance to see it last night, and so um basically it's based on um based on uh, uh, some court cases in Alabama, mm-hmm. you know that's the south, you know, and so uh, at the end of the movie, you know, I just had a thought process was um. We just had, we've had some struggles, you know, as far as, you know, our, especially our African-American males. And so that, that particular movie is based on um, a a, a newly fresh attorney that wanted to fight for the people, you know, and he, he went on death row. He went on death row and he went to, he wanted to fight for people that were on death row. that probably had, um, that shouldn't have been on death row. Mm -hmm. You know, he had some cases that he researched and, you know, some of them just got railroaded, you know. Mm And so I left there thinking that um, we've, you know, that our African American males, you know, dating back history, 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 that um, we've had, we've had some challenges, you know, and so, you know, I wanted to talk to you more. I wanted to, when I thought about that movie last night, and when I thought about, you know, what we could talk about on tonight, I just, um, I'm real, I'm so concerned, you know, for the men, the African American males, our young males in our community, because they're, they're, you know, it seems like there, it's just been challenging. In challenging, you can see across, you know, in local media, you know, in the metroplex, that you know, it's just something. So what? I mean, what
1: what's really going on? Your concern is a legitimate concern, and I don't think it's just uh, uh, isolated to you. Yeah. I think it's uh, a lot of us. Uh, me, as a father, African American father, yeah. have sons. I'm concerned. Uh, I had a conversation with a young man today who had sent me a request to write a letter uh, to the board of pardons and parole, uh, uh, so that he could his sentence could be commuted, or he could gain some footing because he wanted to work for the police department, or, or you know, and uh, and I after I received the information. And but I kind of set it aside a minute because I didn't have enough information mm-hmm. to even start even count, contemplating what I would write. Yeah. So when he called me today, I asked him a few questions, very important questions, and I was asking him what was the purpose, what is he trying to do? And he says, "I'm trying to get, I'm trying to obtain a clemency." I said, "Well, you know that is not done by a uh, the board of pardons and parole." That is done by the governor. You cannot. That, he's the only one who can grant yeah. clemency. Then I asked him some very, some more, some other important questions because he was comparing it to a, a a friend who had been given clemency uh-huh. and was was able to put his life back together. And we talked about that. Uh, you know the race issue, how that mm-hmm. happened, and who you know, what yeah. you know. And um, and I asked him a very important question: Did you plead guilty? Did you cop a plea? that's important I said the very when you cop a plea a judge tell you do you understand you cannot appeal this sentence you cannot overturn this sentence you cannot come back later on and say you know I want you all to relook at this you you're making a decision you're not being coerced in that decision nobody is putting any due pressure you mm-hmm. standing here making this decision on your own right mm-hmm. and I said, did he say that to you he said yes I said well you can forget that part. Because the judge already gave you that warning when you accepted the plea bargain. Mm. So he's got several years left to go on a sentence. But uh, we're living in a time where, um, and this is just not just catching up with us. This is generations in the making, going back to, um, uh, you know, when they were... Uh, the three strikes you had yeah. when they were doing all kinds Magneties, of things too. Yeah. yeah, you know, with, uh, you know, putting laws on the books that would uh, actually be more punitive in nature to people in our communities. Um, well, there was a time when crack cocaine had a higher sentence than yeah. powder cocaine. Mm-hmm. Where it was a crack in our communities? Yeah, uh, and so we're we're now suffering, or the reverberation of that is now being felt throughout our community. Yes. Um, you know, now, we were talking about this the other day at the table, you know, with some other gentlemen, and we are talking about how the projects was a government experience, like yeah. experiment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We call them projects, but that's what they were. Mm-hmm. They were a government experience. But um, the biggest issue, if you got a man, the man can't live there. Yeah. Okay, uh, you can get in trouble if the father is there. Mm-hmm. If it, you know wife, you know woman, and three, four, five kids, mm-hmm. they can live there. But for the man to be included in that household becomes an issue. Yeah. And uh, and so all these these experimental experiences that that they did experiments have resulted in where we are today. And uh, I don't think we realize that the, the significant impact, um, but um, we are now feeling it. Yeah. We have more African Americans uh, that are in prison uh, than we have um, with college degrees. Um, and it's, it's, I go into the prison every week. So I, I you know, I've I, I witnessed this firsthand, you know, um, uh, guys who've been in there are 17 years old. They've, they've been, they're 45 years old now. Um, some were, were convicted as juveniles. Um, and are waiting for the laws to change because in some states, if you were juvenile um, and you were sentenced as a juvenile, that they're going back now saying we got to relook at how we sentenced them. Yeah. Uh, well, that that not that had not caught up in Texas yet, uh, and so um, I'm I'm watching uh, these men when I go into the prison every week uh, melt away with talents and gifts. And one guy who's very smart and intelligent and has degrees that he uh, that he've earned. Uh, and teaches a he teaches um, uh, uh, work study program work program employment you know all that kind of stuff. So when people go out, they have and he, he said has some to skills. me, yeah, he said to me Tuesday night how depressed he is. Yeah. He said, I've been here for twenty five years. Wow. Same prison, twenty five years, and uh, and it just didn't look like things are going to get things are going to get better. What do I look forward to? And uh, the person that was with me. Was talking about you know you gotta can't let all you can't look around you and look at all the things that are around you, you gotta keep your, your eyes and your head focused. And he began to talk about people who he's lost since he's been in there, you know, and things that have happened since he's been locked up. And um, and it's just this is what we have today. This so world.
0: so like you know with our community and um, like you said when you, you know when you don't see. When you don't see things like or people Mm -hmm. that look like you in certain key positions, Mm -hmm. to me, doesn't that you know back in the back of your mind saying you know that you know why you know why should I why should should I I rise above the occasion Mm -hmm. you know and that comes that does become a a generational type you know situation why I mean
1: I mean how do we break from that? Well, on my way here this morning, before I left my office, I looked looked up some stats. Uh, for this community, and um, uh, you know, you, of course, you are twenty three thousand people here, so it breaks. And I it think down. those numbers are skewed. Well, they hopefully, may with be. the census, thing. well, they may be yes, because uh, it's ten years ago that those yeah. census were were calculated. Yes, but this is the most recent information. So this is not ten years old. This is recent. That ten thousand three hundred are, are white or uh, um, European American mm-hmm. people. Uh, And that's 43% of the populace. And then there is 33.5% of the populace here are Hispanic. So over almost 8,000 people in this community are Hispanic. African Americans make up 19.1%. So um, a little less than 5,000 people are African American. And then of course, others others, are Native American. But when you start looking at the data. In this community, out of all the people here, you have only eight hundred and eleven people and this is that of two thousand and eighteen mm-hmm. who have graduate degrees
2: mm-hmm.
1: bachelor's degrees you have fourteen hundred and twenty five associate degrees twelve hundred and ninety six so, and out of those people who have these degrees, especially for bachelor's degrees a hundred one thousand um or, or the Greece period, 1,606 are white. Hmm. And then Hispanic 268, black 331.
2: Hmm.
1: Poverty, when you start looking at poverty, for blacks we're at 39.49% of poverty in this community. And then Hispanics are 20.88. So there's less Hispanics who are dealing with poverty and that's probably because a lot of them are, can't they're not citizens. Yes. So that the, being, yeah, yeah. so they can't be counted in that. Yeah. But you know that population is yeah. there. For whites, eleven point four percent. Yeah. So we're we this is the this is the actual data that this real stuff. Yeah. And true. so I don't think change can come from a, you know, a local process, it's bigger than that. There are, there are laws, federal laws, uh, policies and things that that influences how these communities deal with people of color. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, the, 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 the newest law that came down, or the newest executive action that was taken by 45 is... Uh, cutting a large percentage of people, large swath of people off of the rolls to get uh, food stamps yeah. and any type of uh, you know uh, assistance, yeah. um, and that's going to impact. Yeah. What thirty nine point forty nine percent of the people in this community, are African American, and that's on the, that, that that's on or below the poverty line. Hmm. Who's it going to affect the most? And so I think policy has to change yeah. for things to change in the communities because it has to filter down. Yeah. As long as you have laws on the books, that impacts what we do. I mean, this is that was an African American young man who called me who's from this community. Wow! And I said to him, I don't mind writing a letter, but do you understand? Yeah. You know. You know. We went and and he's a father. He has children, and he's really wanting to do something. He hasn't been in trouble in a long time, but but this is not up north. This is not California. This is Texas. This is Texas. This is the South. This is the South. Mississippi, you know, Alabama, Louisiana, Texas. I mean, this is the South. Eighty percent of the African American population is concentrated in the South. Yeah. So that being said, you know, we're gonna have to vote. Yeah. For things to change, we're gonna to have to vote. We're gonna to have to begin to affect policy. Yeah. Policy can't be affected with us sitting in a room talking.
0: But isn't it? I mean, but there has to be a way where there's that empowerment piece, because like same way, the same way that you're you're feeding me the information, the data, and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, if the community does not know that that data exists, and you know, because it it should it it should like. Like you give me the numbers mm-hmm. on what's taking place. It just seems like if you have a room, or I'm just saying the church community mm-hmm. or whoever, and you're telling me that, telling them that information, it just seems like it should prick them to well, say we need to do something. Uh, let,
1: let me, let me. I do when I did my research for my doctoral work at Mississippi College. Part of that research was finding places to treat African Americans because we don't have access to psychiatrists mm-hmm. and other mental health services. We just don't.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, if you got any money at all, you're cut out.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, and which is sad for people who work yeah. in those jobs like Walmart mm-hmm. and yeah. other places. They don't yeah, have insurance, the yeah. so they don't have the resources mm-hmm. to access those services. Yeah. But what I discovered through my research is that 57% of African Americans actually uh, go to church. Mm-hmm. But they, they, but eighty percent of that fifty-seven percent actually attend one of the seven historical black churches in America. Yeah. The mm-hmm. denominations are seven historical black denominations. Like the
0: AMES and the, and yeah. the
1: yeah AME CME like Methodist yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there there's a, 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 a African American churches uh, there's seven yeah. and what I discovered during this research is that with those eighty percent. Of the fifty-seven percent now, fifty-seven percent of the African American population actually say I go to church regularly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Out of that fifty-seven percent, eighty percent goes to one of those or locked into those denominations, which many of them have moved out of those communities. Yeah, but they commute back Coming back
0: to the community to the yes.
1: community. Now, when you don't live somewhere, when you're not when you don't live somewhere, you are not going to be vested, vested
0: there. You will come there yeah. and go to
1: church. How often are we in church? On an average of two hours a week.
2: Yeah,
1: that Amazing. is legitimately yeah. the, how, how much time we spend in church. Yeah, we spend more time on our jobs, mm-hmm. at the ball games, mm-hmm. at other events, the movies, than we do at church. On an average, on the average person spend two hours a week.
2: Yeah,
1: that most of them don't go to Sunday school, so that cuts time. Most of them are going to be at church on time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay? true.
1: So. On an average, we spend two hours a week, but the church has often, through historical historically, have served as that place of education yes. for us. Not just you know the you know health wise, we bring mm-hmm. health things Crazy to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We 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 you know uh, you know it has served as the place where our information is, is really mm-hmm. Even po- politicians, where do they go? They use they, it, yeah. they go back to they go to the historical black church to get their information out. I need you to come and vote for me. So the church have served as the clearinghouse or the hub for... Um, the problem is, in this community, only 10% of people in this community attend church yeah. on a regular basis. 10%. Ten So out of the peop- 24,000 people here, 2400 admits to going to church on a regular basis.
0: So how are we, how are we going to, like the information that you just gave, how are mm-hmm. we going to, you know, give that, I guess, expose them to that information? You know, because well, that's my hope, mm-hmm. because my thing is, you know, we can, you know, we can, we can know about it, mm-hmm. but I feel like we it, it needs to be shared, mm-hmm. you know, and that's to me, that, that is the empowerment piece is that if we're telling them, hey,
1: but we don't want to hear it. Yeah. Nobody likes to hear the truth? No. If you got a pimple on your face, you know what it was like when somebody said, Oh, you're you got pimples all over your face. It, it it you have to now you become self-conscious. We know that we have problems.
0: Okay, so okay, so what is the difference where you know I, I guess I, I see, you know, a lot of the former community members that leave mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. then it's like they get outside of the out out the They get outside the box of Corsicana, and then they go to the, let's just say the Metroplex. Mm -hmm. I don't care where it is. And they excel. And it's like, they exhale. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? I mean, it's like a light bulb comes Mm -hmm. on. It's like, oh my goodness. You know, I can even say, you know, I worked down here for a long, in Mm -hmm. Corsicana for a long time over 10 years, you know, and when I went to the Metroplex, it was like, oh my, you know, it was like a light bulb went on, Mm -hmm. like, oh my goodness.
1: So tell me, you going to Dallas to work? Promotion has been available for you there, right? Yeah. More than it would have been here, so.
0: And then uh, I also saw people that look like me that were mm-hmm. in big key mm-hmm, positions. Mm-hmm. You know, you know,
1: the so VPs answer, and you you stuff like that. You answered question right there. You answered how are we going to change this city. If the only way to change this place where we live is there's got to be a coming or meeting because we can, we can, throw out predictive analysis. Yeah. We can talk about the conditions of Corsicana that's been like this for a long, long time. time. I mean, I've been here since 96 when I moved here. Yeah. And um, uh, I have not seen much of any change. Yeah. Um, I was sitting down writing down how many businesses are in Corsicana for this um, conversation today. As I told you last week, we have more churches yeah. than we do African American business. businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, sole proprietors or owners or whatever. And um,
0: but then now you see the other brown skin community members, you see them popping up businesses everywhere. I mean, what 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 are from? Hispanic. The Hispanic community. I mean, I yeah. you know, I've I've gone, I went to one this past week, you know, and the the one little strip that they have, they they both they both of both of the two businesses mm-hmm. next to each other are Hispanic owned.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and so I was like, you know, it's My that, goodness. It's, it's, it's that way in uh, New York, Chinatown, mm-hmm. you have a little bit, you, where the people who have out, acculturated into the community, mm-hmm. they set up their, when you go to Chinatown, everything is up there in China Chinese. You don't see yeah. anything in American language. You see everything as a custom. When you walk into those businesses, they're talking their own language. Mm-hmm. In places where that's not accepted, we have these looks of, you know, don't bring that over here. You know, you can't bring that here. You know, um, and so I think, you know, as I'm looking at our young people coming up, the men, the boys yeah. coming up, I've, I'm 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 heartbroken yeah. at the the lack of 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 skills, lack lack of of education, the lack of, you know, they've never been taught what it takes to, you know, survive. That's
0: what that's American what I, when world. I uh, a week ago last week I had so a couple of the uh, GW Jackson mm-hmm. alumni on my on the podcast last week. I had Mr. Leroy Johnson and mm-hmm. I had do Nolan. Well. No and well. so I was telling them I said when Mr. GW Jackson was living and mm-hmm. when he had his school, his school it was it, it was like a it was almost like a trade school, mm-hmm. you know, because he had he had programs like carpentry. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had programs like that and you had young men coming out of that high school with, with skills. those skills with that skill set I mean you
1: had but they also promoted education Yeah he it did he did very he was he was nationally known to here mm-hmm. and go and get an education so that you can better yourself Yeah
0: and that's what that's what Mr. Leroy said he said mm-hmm. that was one thing that they mm-hmm. you know the teachers you know the, the their parents that was one thing that they instilled in them was mm-hmm. your education mm-hmm. your education and I think we had a, the conversation uh, about that last week, he said, where do we go, where do we go wrong? And I even started, I think I had a conversation with somebody and I was like, we lowered our standard.
1: Or we put you know, more emphasis we, yeah. on money. Yes. And When we said, when we, we
0: said, just get out of high school, you know, we get you know, uh-huh. just get a job, uh-huh. you know, and I'm like, we, we changed that
1: language, uh-huh.
0: you know, we changed, the language changed. I had
1: a conversation with a gentleman the other day and I it took my mind back to our conversation. And um, he has received. He, you know, he got a promotion, so he, it caused him to relocate to another state. But um, he's kind of stuck now. He's got to go and try to get his education mm-hmm. because he would like to go up, but he can't go up any further because of the next level yeah, requires you to have it, yeah. a degree and all this kind of stuff. And so he's. Kind of feeling down. I said, "Well, don't." No. I said, "But you know, now that you go online and yeah, start building and, build it. Mm-hmm. and you know building your skill set and going on to school, take a class here, take two or three classes, mm-hmm. do it when you can. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> that's important because that would open that avenue for you to do that. Mm-hmm. But he really will to, because he has a skill set. I mean, yeah. what he's doing now, it, I mean, it makes good money.
2: Yeah,
1: but he's locked. Yeah, locked into, you know, I didn't." should have done it when I had the time. Yeah. Now that I'm you know got all the obligations, responsibility and all that kind of now I can't do it. But with that being said, I the church has become the least influence influential part of our society. It used to be the the Yeah, biggest. it used to be the, the, yeah. yeah. So we got training there even we did not get it from home. Yeah. There was always, you know, you know, back in the days, if the if the daddy didn't go to church, he sent you.
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: made sure you went with mama. Yeah. So there was a there was this connection to community that we wanted to look out for each other. We wanted the best for each other. Yeah. And 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 so um, you know, so it, it really uh, hits home now to where we are that if things are going to change, that uh, it will not change by doing what we've always done. Yeah. Which is can be business as usual. Right. That's can it you will know, not change that way. No. And if we don't think enough of ourselves to raise it. If we don't think enough to raise our sons and talk to our sons and get involved and you know, Ray, we gotta get involved. Yeah. I mean the I mean
0: That's what that's what I was telling uh some of the parents this past week, um, during M um, L K um the festivities and I was telling them because we didn't have you know, we had the MLK um, oratory contest, and we didn't have th- that many African-American students and to do the speech. Man. Yes, and so um, I was telling some of the parents, I said, you know, when we was growing up, we didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Now we're giving our kids choices on what to be in and what not to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was telling the parents, I said, you need to stop giving choices. You know, Well,
1: well but but if, I, I think, I, I look at it a little different. That. I think we should find out what our kids have the greatest interest in. And then help them pursue that. Yeah, I don't want them to waste time or waste effort doing stuff that don't matter. I guess, and I yeah. guess for me, yeah.
0: because you know, even like you said, the church community, mm-hmm. that the church community was the community that helped you uh, build your leadership skills.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, even like speaking. You know, but I'm, I'm going to tell you about that. When I started doing research in the <laughs> black church, most of the black pastors, I mean, a large percentage of them, are what they call bivocational. So they work jobs like you and I.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Because the only way to take care of their family. Uh-huh. So with that being said, the only people who were full-time pastors or who considered themselves full-time were people who retired. Yeah. They've been working for 30, 35 years. Now they're retired. And, and there is no effort. There's nothing going on. The church has become... A place that's open. I mean, the electricity in churches should be very, very low. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They should be. Yeah. Because there's nothing. There's nothing going on. Going on. Yeah. They're closed. Not like it used to be. Six days a week.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I
0: can remember on just Sunday. growing up going mm-hmm. to, um, you know, we I grew up Baptist, mm-hmm. and I can remember going BTU. That's right. You know, you did BTU. You, you had, understand. you know,
1: Wednesday night service. Mm-hmm. But now. But I don't know how to. T- One thing I can tell you, and this is the honest of God truth. I think we are in a, in a position that things are going to get much worse before they get better because I don't think it'll ever get better and in most cases. And I say that because the way society has set itself set, 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 set itself up, up yeah. Yeah, to uh, lock in and lock out. Huh. I mean, there's even a difference in sentences for people of color yeah. versus people of... of White power, wealthy, yeah. rich, um, uh, and so some of these. I'm, I think I told you. I've I've gone to places where I've watched people be sentenced on uh, plea bargains for sixty six years. They didn't kill anybody. They sold drugs, but they got sixty six years. That's that's that kid's entire life.
0: But even like, but even like in this in the school system. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in some, in, sometimes you know, your your kids of color they can get, you know, they can be punished absolutely. differently than than a, a, a- another absolutely. student that you know not of color. Absolutely. You know, and you have more. kids. But, that's,
1: but again, that is a system. And then, then, a systemic then you go.
0: Issue. That's pipeline to mm, pipeline next, to prison. To pipeline Matter of fact, one of
1: my colleagues did research on a pipeline yeah. to prison. Yeah. yeah. That uh, that that the discipline, the ISSs and all the kind of mm-hmm. things that become a pipeline to prison. It's just a um, uh, And that's
0: and that's my whole point, Ricky, is that if we see the we see the evidence is there. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the evidence, you see, you know, more brown skinned kids or brown skinned people in the system. It's like why is the light bulb not coming on and say, so, you know, mm-hmm. why can't we we stop that? Why can't okay. we break that? Because I don't
1: know but when you say that you like mm-hmm. it's like we're being brainwashed. Well my, my, my abstract on my dissertation, black adolescent males are at an increased risk of developing depression, especially those living in impoverished urban and rural communities. The likelihood that they will receive interventions for symptoms related depression is minimal when compared to their white counterparts. That's true. Yeah. All this research that I did is true. So, the likelihood that our kids are going to get help, the likelihood they're going to be di- misdiagnosed, the likelihood they're going to be more punitive, and and um, it's because of the the state of affairs. The state. I know, of but our you
0: country. don't. But you do not. Mm-hmm. I don't. I guess for me, you don't have to buy
1: into. I mean, you don't have to buy as a person. But how do you know there's a difference? See, the problem is. If you don't have a point of reference, if you don't have a reference point, yeah. you don't know where you're starting. And you don't know what it looks like when you've reached success, because yeah. all you know is this. So if all I, if I, you know, I've heard uh, uh, Bishop Jakes and other people say, we didn't know we were poor. We yeah. were poor. Yeah. We didn't know. There was no, we didn't know we were there was a difference.
0: Well, they said, we well, see mm-hmm. in that, in, in getting back to interviewing the the alumni from G.W. Jackson, you know, they was talking about how on the east side,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, they, it was just a, the community was just the community. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was in the same boat. <clears throat> there was no, you know, you,
1: you pull, you know, everybody was I, in the same boat. I disagree with that, though, because there were classes in the black community. In
0: the black community. You
1: had certain churches that came yeah. to the education. Well, they talk about
0: and, the yeah, you know, and, and, the names of yeah, the communities yeah. and stuff like, like that. And,
1: and then you had the, you had the 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 black church that had that they sung the operatic and, and the yeah. hymns and the and the yeah, the uh, first independence yeah. and no, I don't yeah, call no, no, no days. Well, but, I mean that's uh, but, that's, uh, the, that's yeah, the oldest yeah, church here in yeah, Corsicana. Okay. And then you had the churches that were not. That they were not considered, they were the working class people. Oh, okay. and they did And the, they did the repeat songs, you know, they, you call out and they say, you know, it was, a, yeah. it, it was totally different. You had, and so there's always see, been and see, this we, subsection of classes, yeah, and, even in the black community. It still exists today. That's why we have a problem. Yeah. That's why we can't change because it's systemic.
0: Yeah, systemic. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I don't associate, I don't want my kids, and I've heard people say that. I don't want you hanging out with that boy. That boy's a the you know? It, it's it's systemic. We even so we really can't talk about racism outside of ourselves because we have we are racists within In ourselves, ourselves. Yeah. within our own community. We have yeah. biases. Yeah, yeah. We literally have biases. So how
0: do we? So how do I? I, I don't know. I can't say. So how do we? But so so how do we move forward how can we move forward I don't know you know That's, what's the answer to
1: that, 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 that there I, the, because I we have young no people com- answer
0: yeah but we have young people coming up mm-hmm. and you know when you see other when you go outside the you know the the city limits of course Canada, and you go to like the say the Metroplex, and you see so many I see I know I see mm-hmm. you see young people that are like leaders and they're standing up for you know this, or they're being yeah, entrepreneur. But
1: you're, you're but you're talking about a large, large community of people. There's so many more subsections of that that you don't see. Yeah. And so, I think the the the, the resources. This, that you have, yeah. You have a lot more resources. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But but even if those resources are too far for you to 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 experience or to take advantage of, and they're just resources. Uh, I think you know we th- there is, and it's not like I told you before. I am in a community. Yeah. I live in the United States of America. It shouldn't be that I got to be black or white yeah. or Hispanic. It should be this is my country. This is where I can excel and become an engineer. If I want to be, become a doctor if I want to be, become, you know, whatever I want to be. I have that opportunity to do that. Yeah. We we we. I think we're shooting ourselves in the foot when we when we uh, minimize that with our kids. Yeah. Because. The same skill it take you to sell a drugs. Come on. Yeah. Same skill is gonna take you to be an entrepreneur. And yeah. <laughs> you gotta have the That's same. True. You understand? Know yeah. So I think we have to change, or, or or at least set it out there for for them to be. I think it's gonna take one person at a time, changing one kid at a time. Yeah. Not trying to change the whole oh. community. Took yeah. a hundred years to get in the condition we're in. Yeah. You, you, you find a person you can mentor. And stick with them. Stick with that person. That's Follow right. Falling through. Mm-hmm. Be that person's go to when things go crazy because they're going to. Yeah. And uh, amazing because kids come back to my office all the time that I talk. hmm uh, mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm thinking about a career change. What are you going What are you going into? Well, tell me, and I, I listen to them, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't squash their yeah, dreams. But i will be saying, okay, now tell me how much different is that is from what you're doing right yeah. now? Yeah. And, and it, is our career involved with that? Yeah. Because you can and I've and I've heard people say this and I really believe it now you can take the people out of the projects but you can't take the projects out that of happy
0: people, people. <laughs> because
1: the same struggles and the same trouble that people in the poor community have when they go to a different community they take that with them yeah we see it here at Navarro College yeah we see it all around. So that doesn't stop people from being who they are, They're, they are what they are because of their influences. what they've been. So I just think you just gotta, this is the culture we're in, this is the world we're in. And uh, you know, I made a decision, I made a decision that I was not going to let anything get in my way yeah. of getting an education. Driving six hours away from Corsicana yeah. every other week is a long place. Yeah. But, I, but people don't know the story they don't know that i ate noodles and lunchables and stuff mm. every week for three or four days because i couldn't i you know I couldn't afford i mean i'm living in a motel
2: yeah
1: I'm having to drive there and i'm having to work all day but I, but you know you're having to think about okay i have to let this go mm-hmm. we couldn't do this we couldn't do that so that i could finish school
2: yeah
1: so we had to make those sacrifices our kids are not taught that if i want i'm gonna get it yeah if i that's why eat, it's
0: so important mm-hmm. to that you know even as adults that we share our story yeah. you know that yeah. you know that even if you know we did you know whatever status we have mm-hmm. you know if it if it took a certain certain you know if you had to do, make a sacrifice to get there we mm-hmm. need to share the story and you we know, need
2: to and
1: we I need think to get, our
0: kids uh, would be more receptive to 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 listen to us that's right and understand that you know what it, it's not going to come easy mm-hmm. you know and
2: you know, and I'm
1: sad because a lot of uh, we this country makes a lot of money off of us. Yeah. From education, yeah. from other things, they make a lot of money.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, even though you're poor, yeah, you get free money. Who benefit? All those people who yeah. are benefiting from it. Yeah. But they don't put the same thing back into the teal. Yeah. So what are you gonna get out of it? Yeah. So if you, you can take stuff out of it forever, and if you don't put something back in there, guess what? The venture is gonna become empty. Yeah. And that is what have happened. Our communities have become empty, empty of the resources, empty of the education, empty of the people who can pour back in it. We've taken it out. We've taken it out so much Mm -hmm. there's nothing left. So now we're scraping on the bottom of that barrel. And what are you to get at the bottom? All the stuff that nobody really wants. All the stuff that has settled, all the things that have settled to the bottom. And that's what we're dealing with now. So you have very few blacks. I don't know how many black men you have here with degrees, I don't know, I've never looked into yeah. that. But how many do you have?
0: How many black, yeah, how many black, really, leaders? Black leaders, period. How many people, period, I mean... Besides the, the really, pastors, mm-hmm. you know, the churches, you know, and so, you know, our poor young people, they, they don't But well, they're see not going it. to the church.
1: Not,
2: that's yeah, the And they, they, the don't, see it, they don't see it. They don't
0: see it. Yeah. They don't see it. And so that's the challenges that we're, 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 we, we meet now. And, but
1: that's the only place that we wield power. As African Americans, I told you that last time, is in the church. Yeah, that's the only place we can willpower, and we do willpower there. Yeah, I mean the the way we expect people to treat us, we come in, we want a different status, we want to be treated with some air of Mm -hmm. of of of, you know this this this, and so that's why I think I try to live below this thing. I don't. I mean, I, I don't allow people to, you know, put me on a pedestal, pedestal. somewhere because it's not fair to them and yeah. it's not fair to me yeah. because I'm a human just like you, you are, and I don't, I don't deserve a particular, you know, status. That's mm-hmm. so why I don't sit in a pulpit. And yeah, I don't have a high chair. I yeah. sit down there with everybody else yeah. because I truly believe that that's what we've seen down through the years. Yeah. and matter of fact, when I was growing up, if the pastor told you something. You had better do it. It's like, yeah. 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 And that's and it's kind of the way today. Yeah. You you see uh, uh, and kids say, Well, I don't want I I don't know you like that. Yeah. I don't know you like that. And so we've gotta stop wielding the power and getting in the in the crust of things, rolling our sleeves up and say, What can I do to change my community? Yeah. What can I do? That like you what you're doing right now. You're changing from t- two thousand three when I opened a foster care and adoption agency, a lot of people don't know this about me. Um, uh, we've we've probably served over eight thousand kids wow. since our inception. We have offices in San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, Corsicana. People don't know that about me. They don't know that I run a a one of the best agencies in the state. Our reputation is very, very. I mean, it's it's out there. Yeah. People know us. They know me. They know what I don't put up with because I don't like children to be abused or yeah. neglected. So I'm very hard. Yeah. And uh, but but I'm not dealing with purses and shoes. Yeah. I'm dealing with children. Yeah. And so when I opened the agency back in 2003, I couldn't go to a bank and get money. I needed sixty six thousand dollars. I had to go to my parents, and borrow the sixty six thousand dollars to open. And b- by before the state got through with everything, I need another $20,000, I had to call my dad and say, can you loan me the $20,000, but see, the way my father was, and who he is today, you cannot borrow money from him without having an amortization statement, or, <laughs> a, 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 a promissory note, yeah. and a plan, you just don't do that. Yeah. He taught us that. Mm-hmm. I done not paid him back, we paid him back every dime we owed him. but. I couldn't go to the bank as a new business yeah. to get started. I need mean, who gonna loan you a hundred thousand dollars? Nobody gonna do that. Yeah. So my parents, who loved me and believed enough in me, said, I'm gonna help you get started. I'm gonna help you get started. Since then, I've helped my son, I mean, I've helped, you know, kids and, yeah. and, and, and that i have been raised around me get started. Cause it's not you have to be willing to take a loss. Yeah. I mean, what if I did fail? I mean, so happened that God blessed what we've done. Yes. Keep. But I know, mean, we did about probably eighty adoptions last year. Wow. Statewide. So I mean, I really believe in what I'm doing. I I'm a, I am probably I am a business owner in this town. Most people don't know it. Yeah. But the thing is, young people need to know that they yeah. need to see. They
0: need to know that you know that you we know.
1: own property in this town that yeah. most people don't know. Our own. Yeah, or that we've acquired uh, because it's not something you wear on the, on your badge yeah. or the badge. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I got this. I look at it as a accomplishment. So when I get a chance to tell a kid, this is how I did it. Yeah, this is how I did it, and you can do it too. So, so you need to write a book.
0: Oh, well, I'm going to read
1: it. I don't read books. I I read audio. I have audio. I know, books. but still, yeah. you need to share your story. Yeah. And so what I, wanna see, what I want to see, one one kids to do, is see me be as uh, a self made,
2: yeah,
1: business entrepreneur, and say you can do this too. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, I do audits. I mean, I get audited every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm I'm salaried. I get a paycheck, like everybody. All my other staff.
2: Yeah.
1: I got CPAs. I got. Folks in place because we deal with government contracts. And mm-hmm. We deal with a lot of money. Yeah. I got to yeah. tell you something happened in two thousand six. Uh, we went through a what they call a governor's audit, a state audit, uh, governor's audit. We what what happens is whoever gets money from the federal government, state government, mm-hmm. the the governor's aud o- the auditor's office randomly select people who receive money mm-hmm. and audit them. And they were there for a whole, they, they were in my office for a month. I mean, wow. four gentlemen, ties, stiff, you know, they come at 8 o'clock, leave at noon, go get lunch, come back at 1 o'clock, leave at They were there for uh, a whole month. And uh, they went through all of our books, everything, went through every facet of our organization. And out of the money we had received that year in 2006, which was 2.8 million dollars, they could only find two hundred and sixty six dollars that was miss or was miscategorized. Mm-hmm. Put in the wrong category.
0: Well, that's great. That's good.
1: So I pride myself on that. Yeah. That is something to be proud about. Yeah. And and uh, uh, and when I so and I tell people all the time, this when you're dealing with government, when you're dealing with business, you do business. Do business. That's why I hire family members all the time. <laughs> because they don't understand this is business. Yeah. And I have to fire you if you don't do business. So, and we've grown. I mean, we have expanded. We're in, like I said, four different. we well, five or six regions, but we're in four different large cities: Houston, San Antonio. All those are large. Dallas, yeah. Of course, Kansas our <laughs> smallest office. But I enjoy doing what I do, hiring people, making sure people have insurance, and yeah. you know, can take care of their family, and um, and I enjoy doing that and so teaching other young men that i would love to do that yeah. but it's not always accessible because again we have classes in our communities don't go over that yeah now, you, you don't we need to, we yeah. need to break that yeah, but it's so hard to do I know. Because, but, I, but i'm
0: yeah i'm determined to i think we're our worst th- enemy yeah. i really
1: do I, but like cuz we were talking about the person we won't call her name that we were talking about earlier who moved in here and can see stuff, mm-hmm. but she's not seeing anything that we already haven't seen. I know, I know. But we get very irritated when somebody tell us
2: yeah, about
1: like, what's here. Ouch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And you know, I got to tell you this, because this is really, I, when I, I was at the barbershop one day and uh, there was a conversation about me, I guess they didn't know I knew what they were talking about. They were talking about preachers who get money, take money from folks. And, you know, suck all the money out of folks. And I'm thinking, what are they talking about? So after kind of spread out a little bit, I was asking, well, they said you take, you 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 out there taking the folks' money. I'm thinking, taking the folks' money? What money? <laughs> I don't have no millionaires in my church. I mean, these I people working at Walmart, yeah. what, what money am I going to take? I built an establishment. I built a company. I built yeah. a business so that I could generate income for mm-hmm. myself. Nobody know that when I first started a business, I went three years without a salary.
2: Hmm.
1: I went three years without getting paid. And that's what you do when you start a business. Yeah. Everybody that's else good. get paid. You pay all the bills. Mm-hmm. And whatever left, if something is left, you get it. Yeah. So today, I say my salary is earned because I went three years without no, no salary. money. Yeah. And I work harder than anybody. I go to work early every day. <laughs> and I work all day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I work seven days a week. You cannot work me. My staff cannot work me. And uh, and so I'm just saying, you know, that's an ethic that my father taught me.
2: Yeah.
1: And you can't give kids what they've never been taught.
0: Yeah. What well, Pastor Walters?
1: So how do we change? You tell me how we gonna change it.
0: How do we change? How do we change? It's it? just gonna have to be. I just think it's gonna have to be. I don't know. I mm-hmm. I don't. I, I can't even. I don't even know the answer to that. You know. You you kind of get. You know, you you know, you you see what you see. The problems that we have, but it's kind of like you know, okay, where do we start? You know, and that's the thing. You
1: have an empty house. Well, not an empty house. I just, I actually was going to remodel it, and I got a call that somebody had a fire and they didn't have a place to live. My job is to do something about it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, not to ring, go run to everybody. Can you do this? Yeah, your job. Is to do, do something, something about it. About it. Yeah. So how do we change it? If we can get everybody to buy into that, yeah. Our job it's is to do, do something about something it. I like about that. Yeah.
2: That's it. If we're
1: gonna change it, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. And but if we don't do something about it, nothing happens. Yeah.
0: Well, Pastor, Walter, I have enjoyed you. For round two, part uh-huh. two, were we okay? We, yeah. we didn't get no passion. Comes yeah, I, I think I was. I think I was good this time, man. Yeah, I think yeah. I was good. We so. both fine. Yeah, yeah, I really have enjoyed um, the conversation with you. And
1: but can I say this real quick? Yes, sir. Everybody who work in the business that I'm in have to have at least a bachelor's degree. Yeah, required by state rules. Probably sixty percent of my staff have a masters. Sixty percent.
0: So we just need to. So we just. I don't know. We just need to. I don't know. I. I don't know. I. Like I said.
1: So I'm just saying yeah. for them to get a job yeah. with my company.
2: Yeah.
1: Not that I will require that, but the state, state yeah. requires it.
2: Yeah.
1: So people, are, well, I want to work. Well, I can't hire you unless unless you meet yeah. these stipulations. So we just need to. Up our
0: standard. Up you know, that that that's just the message that I want to say is Do that, something about it. Yeah,
1: do something about it. So if you see a kid that needs to go to school and don't have a means to do it, do something about it. Yeah. I'll tell you something else. I had a kid who's coming he's he's coming to school here. He's in I don't wanna give out too much information, yeah. but he's in a program here. So he's been have to commute back and forth. And um he says, Well, I don't have any money. So what is my job?
0: To make to make, to make sure, sure he has money. money. Yeah.
1: He's not my kid. Yeah. He's not my child. Yeah. But he's doing something to better himself.
2: Yeah.
1: This is the third time he'd come and say, Can you help me out? I said, absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: As long as I see him doing something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't mind putting money into his hand because it won't be that long in eight months he'll be through yeah right Yep. he'll be finished Yep. Then i can look back and say hmm, he did it yeah he did it
0: well i really do appreciate you um coming back and being on canon girl speaks podcast um you have been the conversation is, is always good you know well, and you. so um
1: you gonna have um, a three or four. Now I'm gonna invite yeah. you to mine. I'm gonna invite. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're getting ready to do a a, a show. You know, cause you know mm-hmm. my staff does my uh, production. So Vic and Ricky is gonna be actually coming here, and we're gonna be meeting with your 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 podcast man. They've been talking <laughs> about that because we're gonna start doing our show live here in yeah. my, in the studio, uh, and so that we can begin to, you know recognize people who are doing great works in the community who are not who don't normally get yeah. a spotlight on them yeah. and uh, and that those need to be talked
0: about. Yeah, and that's the thing. The more that we um share, you know, sure. the more that we mm-hmm. um ex, you know, I guess expose mm-hmm. I just think that that's just the the the, the direction we it'll mm-hmm. be it's in a positive it'll be a positive direction, you know. And so, you know, I just believe reach one teach one. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in that. This um, is my 6th um, year
1: going into the prison. Yeah. 6th so. year. I give out certificates. I do classes. I buy the curriculum. I print everything off. Take it to the guys every week.
2: Yeah.
1: Their their curriculum, their tests, their school scru- I do all that. No money's involved. Yeah. It's just that if I'm gonna change something.
2: Yeah.
1: I gotta get involved. I gotta yeah. do it.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's why all I right. do it because I'm sick of seeing these guys. Seventy percent of them rate for black kids. Yeah. Or black people. Yeah. So. I don't think got hundred people standing here. Seventy of them won't go back within eighteen months. Yeah. The only way to change that is someone have to go in and say, "Let me help."
0: So, um, with that being said, so you want to say anything before we close mm-hmm. out?
1: What? what are you gonna come to my show? To-
0: yes, sure. I'll come to your show.
1: Now, mine is on camera, so you you this <laughs> a little different. Yeah. A little
0: different. Yeah, I told Aaron I said we 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 might we might decide to do that one time where I'm doing my podcast plus you know but we'll do do social media as well. Yeah. On Facebook. So. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. You know, but anyway, I just really do appreciate Thank you, you for and appreciate the support. Me. You know, and um, I know those that my listening audience enjoy and just well, thanks, hearing man. you. And I've had like I said I've had a lot of positive. Feedback from the last one So I know I'll get A lot of positive feedback From this from this one So with that being said We're gonna uh, Just tell everybody Good night We're going to church I'm going to church Good night <laughs> i hope they're still there Oh they're there Okay So good night everybody
2: Canada Girl Speaks Podcast Is recorded at Shred Shed Studio Shred Shed Studio Where you get Big city production At small town prices Recording Mixing Mastering, guitar instruction, production and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron A A R O N at shredshedstudio.com, the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.